What's going on family? Let's talk about something that's been buzzing in the tech world, AI safety and security. How do you feel about the rapid advancements in AI and the potential risk that it brings? Have you heard of the stories about AI being tricked? It's a real concern, but fear not because there's a real solution, AI Red Teaming. You see, AI Red Teaming is all about stress testing. You see, AI models and deployments to prevent unauthorized access and data leaks. It's about ensuring that your AI can't be tricked into providing information beyond its intended use. And guess what? You don't have to do it alone. My friends over at HackerOne has a community of over 750 active hackers specializing in AI security testing. You see, in a recent engagement, just 18 hackers identified over 100 valid findings in just two weeks. That's the power of ethical hackers. Wow. So if you want to ensure the safety and security of your AI deployments, look no further. Head over to HackerOne.com and explore their AI red teaming services. With strategic flexibility, rapid deployment, and a hybrid talent strategy, HackerOne has everyone, everything you need to safeguard your AI. Don't let AI keep you up at night. Visit HackerOne.com today and rest easy knowing that your AI is in safe hands. It's deciding to do it. Yeah. Like, let's pay this debt off. The mentality, the mindset shift had to be, uh, it, was very, it was very prominent. Yeah. And no matter how much money you make, you just got to decide. Decide and get into it. Don't worry about what's going on on the outside. Put your blinders on and put your head down and grind. And that was the, that was our mentality through the whole process. Mm. It's like, don't worry about what's going on behind you, around you. Don't worry about what people are doing. People are traveling all over the place. Clearly, we can travel. Yeah. Uh, you know, we got the income to do it, but like, what's more important? Mm. Do you want to travel and put yourself behind the, the power curve now? Mm-hmm. Or do you want to get rid of this mess and then you can travel as much as you want to? Come on, man. My man said, you "Get know? rid of this, this, this." I was about to say something else, but show. <laughs> get rid of this crap, and we can go yeah. travel the world. Yo, what's going on, fam? Welcome back to the table. It's your boy Anthony O'Neill. It's Monday morning, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time. If you're watching on YouTube and if you're listening on podcasts, as usual, thank you so much. You guys know every single Monday we're gonna keep it real, relevant, and relatable, and make sure. That if you're loving this show, if you're loving this podcast, yo, subscribe, rock with your boy. And when you subscribe, text me as well and join my private community. Because I'm telling you right now, I got some amazing stuff coming out that only my text community will have some special access to. So check out the information in the show description after you hit that subscribe button. But yo, I wanted to start off today's show uh, with the thought of the week. Um, recently, uh, McKinsey & Company, a uh, company that, that releases a lot of studies, um, a lot of stats, um, they recently released a study called The Economic State of Black America, What Is and What Could Be. It's about 154 pages long, and I read it. It took me about three days to read this entire study, and um, they cover a lot of things ab- around the black community, um, and this really... 
uh, the state of everyone, but they really highlight the black community. And I want to read um, section five of this study that bothers me, which I'm super excited um, to have our next couple on, Tony and Brittany Ingram, um, who paid off a lot of money in debt. And then also make sure uh, that you stick around because I'm going to give a financial tip. And both the interview with Tony and his amazing and beautiful wife, Brittany, and the financial tip all um, blends in with this particular uh, part of the study that bothers me. You see, they say that today the median black household has only about one-eighth, one-eighth of the wealth held by the median white household. Let me say that again. Today, the median black household household has only about one-eighth of the wealth held by the median white household. You see, the median white household has amassed $188,000. The median black family has about $24,000 to show for their efforts at saving and investing. Here's the part that kind of got me emotional. Um, 3.5 million black families have a negative net worth due to debt with an additional 4.3 million families have net worth, a net worth of less than $10,000. So this is nearly 8 million black families have a net worth of $10,000 or less. But then... This is a little encouraging, but not that much encouraging. That 340,000 black families, only, only, only 340,000 black families have $1 million in a net worth. You know, why do I do this show, you guys? Let, 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 me, just, let me just be real. I do this show because I want to help you become successful. I, I do this show because I want to make sure that if you want to pay off debt, if you want to uh, build generational wealth, if you want to start a business, I do this show to help you get there. But then when I see stuff like this, it gets me even more fired up, which is why I'm so excited about today's show. Because you see, the study says that 3.5 million families have a negative net worth due to debt. And the couple we're about to interview paid off their debt. So that's the number one thing that we have to do when it comes to building wealth. We have to take debt off of the table. We got to eliminate debt. And so for me, let me just keep it real with you. Let me keep it stacked with you on today's show. And I got to watch out for screaming because I don't want to scare the people on podcasts. But this is my thought of the week. Okay, this is the thought of the week. There's no way in the world, whether you're black, white, Hispanic, you name it, we should not be a part of any of these stats. We should be creating our own stats. We should be creating uh, something that that gets us closer to building wealth. And we do that simply by eliminating debt. And we're going to talk to a couple today who did that. But then you know what? I want to go even back, even before eliminating debt. Let me tell you something we got to do, especially for the minority community, the low income communities, and this this whole hip hop culture. Yo, we got to start bringing financial education, financial literacy into our schools, into our low income neighborhoods, into the black and minority community. 
It bothers me. Let me say this here. I'm going to be real with you. It pisses me off that we can go into schools and we can have school dances. We can have football games, basketball games, cheerleading competitions. But we are not teaching our young people the difference between a debit card and credit card. We're not teaching our young people how to budget. We're teaching them how to read, write, process information, and add, but we're not teaching them, hey, here are the basics of finances. We'll teach them how to put a daggone condom on, but we won't teach them what to do with the money? Nah, man, nah. And that's why we have this problem. That's one of the main reasons why we have this problem, because we're not teaching them from the very beginning on the truth about finances. And that's why I do my show. That's why I'm here at the table. You see, when we can eliminate debt, it sets us up to build wealth. When we build wealth, it sets us up to have options. It sets us up to where we can go buy a home. When we can go not just buy a home, but we can buy the home we want for our families. When we eliminate debt, it sets us up to build true wealth. And when we build true wealth, y'all check this out. We can start sending our kids to college without any debt, without any student loans. When we eliminate debt, when we start building wealth, y'all, we can start our own business. We can be entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs is freedom. Freedom brings options. This study right here bothers me. It bothers me, and I get emotional about this because I do not want you to be 50 years old and you don't even have $10,000 to your name. It bothers me. And if you genuinely, truly, truly want to not be a part of this stat, keep rocking with your boy. Subscribe to the channel. Share this channel. Rock with me because together I'm going to help you reach whatever you want to do, whatever you want to be, whatever you want to accomplish. I'm going to help you get there. And one of the things you're not going to do is be in debt with your boy. I'm ready. Yo, I'm ready. You know what? Let's 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 you know what? Let's bring my people in, man. I'm ready to jump to this interview. I'm ready to talk to Tony and Brittany about how they eliminated their debt and how they're starting to build wealth. Let's get to it. I have Tony and Brittany Ingram with me today. And y'all, I'm super excited about their story because they have an incredible and inspiring and amazing debt-free story. And we're going to talk about it today at the table. But they are a husband and a wife superpower couple. And when I say power, you'll see them when you see them on the screen. They both look powerful, especially Tony. Uh, you know what I'm saying? But these two people have, uh, you know, two young, amazing daughters. And they are also the authors of a book called Equally Yoked, How We Utilize Health and Fitness to Enrich Our Marriage. I'm pumped. I'm excited, you guys, to hear more about their story. Uh, Tony and Brittany, what's up, y'all? Welcome to the table, man. How y'all doing today? Hi. Great. What's up? What's up? Appreciate <laughs> you having us on. Man, listen, man. Listen, man. Now, before we get started, man, Tony, you know, before we started recording the show, my team was like, yeah, Tony, he's strong, strong. You know what I'm saying? I was like, strong? I'm like, bro, I ain't strong. You know what I'm saying? They say you bench like, they say, they say that you max out like at 115 pounds. Am I right? Wrong. <laughs> 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 I told him like, nah, bro, 
you need a, I mean, but what is it? About, yeah. one, about 175? I mean, I can yeah, see. You could throw some maybe dumbbells. <laughs> 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 it said one seventy five on the dumbbells. What's your max on it? What's your max on the bench? Uh, max about three forty five. Three forty five. What you yeah, squatting? What so you squatting? Now, now, don't lie about the squats now, bro. Say <laughs> <laughs> we say no to chicken legs in this family. Okay so, then. Okay uh, then. <laughs> the squat is uh max. I max four four. Uh, excuse me, five forty five for two reps. Five forty five for two reps. For two reps. That yeah. ain't nothing, man. You know, I, I, I'm ain't done. That ain't nothing, bro. You know what I'm saying? I, I ain't scared of no Tony. 545 for two reps. Man, please. Nah, bro. man. I, I'm a big I, teddy bear. I, I done squatted about 600 for five. He talking about 545 for two. <laughs> Yo, B, now, now, Brittany, now, now, what's your, yes. now, what's your max on squat? Or do you max as a lady? Which I, I, with your husband being Tony, I'm pretty sure you do. But what's your max? Well, I don't have, I don't max out. You don't like, max out? I, no, I don't. No, I'm not like a heavy Olympic lifter or anything like that. And, and you know, Tony gets on me sometimes. He's like, put some more weight on there. <laughs> I'm really a punk when it comes to like lifting heavy. Ah. And so I go safe. Okay. You know, so I, I go safe. I go for reps. Okay. I go for depth. Yeah. I go for form. I yeah. go for safety. So, yeah. So no. you just called She's your husband out. He, he don't go for form. He don't go for depth. He just, he goes, <laughs> he just want to say, yeah, yeah, that's what I do. I do Sometimes, I, <laughs> sometimes I watch his videos and I'm cringing because I'm like, if I'm not at the gym with him and he'll, he'll like post it, his videos on social media or whatever, and I'm looking at his story and I'm like, oh my gosh, that is a lot of weight. So oh, man. I am, yeah. Oh, man. Well, oh, I love man. it. I love it. I love it. Well, you guys, I, I invited you onto this show not to really talk about how strong and 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 uh, amazing you all are in the gym, uh, but I came across your your posts on Instagram, and you all just recently paid off debt. And I said, this is this is an amazing young couple um, that um, is just changed their life. And uh, before you all, the segment before this, my thought of the day was in regards to a study that just recently came out. And said that nearly 3.5, let me make sure I got my numbers right. Yeah, 3.5 million black families have a negative net worth uh, because of debt. And then another 4.5 million families have a net worth less than $10,000. So we're talking about 8 million families who net worth is either negative or less than $10,000. And the key thing in the study was because of debt. And so I firmly believe that, you know, to get and to start building wealth, to change the family tree, you have to get out of debt. And so that's why you all are on this show today, because I want to know, how did you do it? So let's start here, uh, because I want the people to know how much debt you all paid off. So how much did y'all pay off? All right, we paid off uh, $235,857. Yeah, yes. we, yeah. We, yes. we thousands, not two hundred thirty-five dollars, two hundred thirty-five thousand right. dollars. Yeah. And how long did yeah. it take y'all? Nineteen, 19 months. months. So not even two years. No. Nope. Nah, we was hustling. We were, we were not playing. <laughs> y'all weren't we were playing, playing at all. So I got to ask yeah. this question because everyone wants, everyone wants to know how much money were y'all making throughout these two years? Okay, uh, so. Uh, we started out at about one ninety. Okay, one ninety, and we got up. Yeah, we got up to two forty five. What that do y'all do? Our, our max. 
Uh, go for, you want to go first? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm a celebrity makeup artist. I do makeup for production, so I do like television and film and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> she come do people like me. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm, exactly. I'm a celebrity. I'm a celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I work in TV. Okay, so you do makeup for for a living. Yes. Okay, I'm curious. Mm-hmm. Did you have to go to um, school for that? No, I didn't. Uh, did you go to nope. college? I did. I have a bachelor's degree in rehabilitation counseling. Rehabilitation counseling, but you're doing makeup. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk about that later. Yes. Uh, Okay. (laughs) All right, Tony, what about you, man? What do you do? I am an officer in the Navy. Oh, man. uh, Yeah, yeah. Been in the Navy for 11 years now. Okay. So, yeah, I've been doing that. Man, thank you so so much for your service, man. I didn't know that. I appreciate that. You know, and I've done done my research. I didn't know you was in the Navy, bro. (laughs) Yeah. I yeah, thought you was like yeah. a personal trainer or something out here. You know what I'm saying? Nah. Just trying to get people back. <laughs> <Nah. laughs> nah, man. So, so let's yeah. rewind $235,857 ago. <laughs> um, ago. Ago. You know, what What sparked you all to start this journey to pay off this debt? And I'm curious, what kind of debt was this as well? Okay. Uh, let me let me just say this, A.O., this is our second debt-free journey. Are you serious? This was our second debt-free journey. Thanks yep. for keeping we started it real. Our, yeah, yep. we started our first debt-free journey uh, back in 2015. Okay. And okay. we had uh, about 160000 at that time. Okay, okay. And we paid off about hundred k. Okay. And then we... We end up relapsing, let's just say that. Gotcha. And uh, and so we just basically was living the YOLO lifestyle, man, for a couple of years. And then yeah. 2019 came and uh, we bought a new house. Okay. Um, I had to travel for work. Okay. And so I was away from home for a couple months in Virginia. And uh, this is where the shift came. So uh, I was in my hotel room. Okay. I was fasting. Okay. God spoke to me. He said, hey, son, I heard him clearly. Hey, son, uh, if you're going to be a leader, if you're going to be the man of the household, you cannot lead your family like this. Mm. I'm providing you these resources, but you are not a good steward of the resources that I'm providing you. And when I tell you that hit me, it was a very humbling experience. And uh, I immediately called Brittany. I said, hey. We can't keep living like pigs in a pig slop. Wow. How much debt do we have? Because we put it behind us. In our mind, we were like, oh, we'll pay it off later. We'll pay it Mm -hmm. off later. You know, we make make good money. You know, we're not struggling as far as paying bills. But, man, when I tell you we sat down and put those numbers on paper, and uh, it was very embarrassing at the time. Wow. For one, this is our second time. Yeah. And so uh, that's where it came. It was God speaking to me as a man. And said, Tony, get your stuff together. So we had, you know, our car loans. So Mm -hmm. we were very normal. We had credit card loans. We had my student loan that um, I brought over into the marriage. Because originally I put it into a debt forgiveness program. And that's just a whole story. They ended up going to court. Mm. And um, it was, I ended up just like not paying it. Um, I mean, not going forward with that. And so I just was like, you know what, we're just going to just pay it. So we also had, um, we, like Tony said, we bought a new house. So we had construction loans because we had to do the front yard and the backyard. Wow. And um, IRS yeah, bill. IRS bill. So we had everything. Yeah, wow. We had everything. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. 
Brittany, I'm curious, when, when your husband called you, he's away, and he gives you this call and says, hey, we, we, what's the debt? And we got to attack this. Honestly, what was your first thought when, when he hit you with that? Let's do it. For real? Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Let's do it because I knew it was time. Yeah. I knew it was time. Yeah. And so I felt very good when Tony called me. I was very proud. I was happy. I was ready. I said, you know, let's do it. Yes, this is the time. So I was really happy that we were on the same page about that. Yo, fam, I need you to stop what you're doing right now and take out your cell phone and pay attention for the next 20 seconds. Listen, my team and I have created an exclusive private group, and I want you to be a part of it. You see, I am determined to help you become successful. When I say successful, I want to make sure that you identify and determine what success means for you. But there's four key areas that you need to focus on. That's your network. That's your network. That's your mindset. That's rooted from a spiritual perspective. And what I'm going to be doing is every single week, sending out exclusive content, sending out behind the scene footage, sending out some encouraging uh, text messages to help you get to your goals, to help you get out of debt, to help you build wealth, to help you even date properly, because you and I both need some help with that. Okay, (laughs) all y'all married people, I'm praying with you, pray for me too, you know, but at the end of the day, we want to help you become successful. So what I want you to do right now is text TABLE to 615-930-3431. Again, that's 615-930-3431. I want you to text TABLE to that number. I promise you, I want to help you become successful. So stop what you're doing right now, text the number, and then get back over to the show. If you're watching on Instagram, just keep scrolling on down and follow your boy. It's your boy, Anthony O'Neill, and I approve this message. So let, let's let's call out the elephant in the room. You paid off 200, yeah. $200-something thousand with close to $200,000 in income um, mm-hmm. as a combined family household income. Mm-hmm. The average combined mm-hmm. family household income in America today is right around sixty dollars to $70,000. So some mm-hmm. people watching this would be like, well, of course it did that. It, it, they had all this money, you know? So, of course. I'm curious, when you all started attacking this, was it that easy? Like, was it just like, hey, flip on the switch, let's just do this stuff? Or what were some of the challenges and the obstacles you all had to get over as a couple to reach this? I mean, and y'all did that within less than two years. So this is about a year yeah. and a half. Even making yeah. 190 paying off two and some thousand dollars, y'all went to work. Like, there was some yeah. discipline, some sacrifices. Let's talk about that journey a little bit because what I want to make sure— that you all just now watching right now, I mean, listening right now to podcasts, that you're not distracted by the income, but be inspired by the work ethic, be inspired mm-hmm. by the sacrifices that they had to make, uh, because it's not really about the income. It's about what did you do to get there? So mm-hmm. I, I'm curious, what did y'all have to do um, to make this happen within a year and a half, year and, so, year and few months? Right. Well, the first thing that we did was Tony told me, he's like, babe, we have to sell the car. We need okay. to sell the car. We okay, wait, wait, okay yeah. wait, but let's talk about it. What kind of car? <clears throat> what kind of car we sell? Hold on. <laughs> wait a minute. We had a brand new Jeep Wrangler. Jeep. And so beautiful. Yes, yeah, beautiful. Yes. And oh, so oh, Andy, he looking here's like, the hey, thing. That thing was <laughs> fire, boy. It, it was. was. It was beautiful. 
but this is the second beautiful car that we've sold. Mm -hmm. The first time we got out of debt, that was the first thing that went. And Tony bought me a brand new Mercedes on the showroom floor for my birthday with a pretty red bow on it during our first debt-free journey. And I mean, it was gorgeous. Mm -hmm. And the first thing that we sold was that car. We had that car probably two months. Oh, man. The Jeep, we we had about a year. About a year. About a year. So for me, it felt like, here we go again. Right? Mm. Like, because Tony felt really bad the first time for having to sell, you know, my brand new Mercedes that he bought for my birthday, you know. And I told him, I was like, you know, you have to forgive yourself for that. Don't worry about it. You know, we'll move forward. And so here we are again, second debt free journey. (laughs) First thing we have to do, sell your car, baby. (laughs) You know, I'm like, okay, here we are. So that sacrifice. You know, is uh, was a huge one, mm. and um, you know that was just like one of the things that I remember thinking, like, okay, this is a sacrifice. Yeah. Don't worry. Yeah. You know, you, you're doing this for the betterment of your family. So, yeah. yeah. Yep, Brittany. Uh, actually, Brittany sold the Jeep herself because I wasn't at home. I was in Virginia at the time, Ooh. and uh, she sold the Jeep. And bought me a little Honda Accord <laughs> that I absolutely love. Thirty five hundred dollars. I'm driving to the wheels fall out. And uh, yeah, man. So that was the first thing we did. And okay. uh, just to add on to it, uh, just the decision. Yeah. Just deciding to do it. Yeah. Like let's pay this debt off. The mentality, the mindset shift had to be. Uh, it was very. Enough. It was very prominent. Yeah. And no matter how much money you make, you just got to decide. Decide and get into it. Don't worry about what's going on on the outside. Put your blinders on and put your head down and grind. Mm. And that was the, that was our mentality through the whole process. Mm. It's like, don't worry about what's going on behind you, around you. Don't worry about what people are doing. People are traveling all over the place. Clearly, we can travel. Yeah. Uh, you know, we got the income to do it. But, like, what's more important? Mm. You want to travel and put yourself behind the the power curve now, mm-hmm. or do you want to get rid of this mess and then you can travel as much as you want to? Come on, man. My man you said know? get rid of this, this, this. I was about to say something else, but <laughs> so get rid of this crap and we can go yeah. travel the world. I, I, yeah. I mean, I, I'm curious though. Young couple, sharp couple, successful couple. Um, now that you are debt free, right? Mm-hmm. Will there be a number three debt-free journey down the road. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> we are never going back. You, you know, I appreciate it. One of the things right. we do on my show, we're going to keep it real relevant and relatable. That's so right. I got to ask a real question. You know, are we going yeah. back for round three or are we done? You know, that, no, I, we're, we're done. done. Okay. We're done. Is you finished or is you done? We're, yeah. done. <laughs> we're done. Yeah, we we done, done. Why, you know, this this generation is into, hey, man, use their money to fund your lifestyle. Mm-hmm. You know, use mm-hmm. uh, Wells Fargo, who's another family's last name, to go fund your Jeep Wrangler, to go fund mm-hmm. your, you know, Mercedes Benz. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there's this whole philosophy out there. Work Monday through Friday, labor, so that you can uh, go give the fruit of your labor to another bank, to another family, mm-hmm. to someone mm-hmm. that's outside of your family, not to your two mm-hmm. beautiful daughters that, for generational wealth, not to your beautiful mm-hmm. wife, not to your beautiful husband, mm-hmm. but to someone else. I, I want y'all to speak right now to that young couple 
that is watching this show right now, or that young single person that's watching this show and saying, you know what, I don't make $200,000 because I'm single, but I may make $75,000 a year. I may make $50,000 a year, but I got $100,000 in debt. But I'm good, though. My student loans are deferred. You know, my credit cards, you know, they below 50%. You know what I'm saying? My DTI is low. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And my car, my car is only $300 a month. You know what? I'm cool. I'm chilling. And Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's the summer months. I couldn't go out last Mm -hmm. year because of COVID. I'm about to go out mm-hmm. there and hit the beach mm-hmm. and have a good time. What would you say to those people right now are saying, I'm comfortable with the debt that I have Ooh. and I don't need to pay off the debt? Yeah. What, what would you okay. all say to them? Man, okay. Uh, I'm very passionate about that, that question mm. because here's the thing. Here's what we've been conditioned to do. We've been conditioned to work hard and give away our money because we deserve it, Right. We are, uh, oh, man, you work hard. Oh, you got your degree. You got your degree. Uh, uh, You need to show that you have your degree. Come on. You need to show people that you are a a success. But the thing about it is you work your butt off uh, to give other people your money Mm. that they didn't earn. And so that was the mind. That's what we had to think about. It's like, man, we're making this money, but we're giving it away to people that didn't earn it. (sighs) That bank didn't earn that money. (sighs) That bank wasn't sitting in that classroom studying uh, late nights for Ooh. you to get that degree, for you to go give it away Ooh. to somebody that don't really matter. And so that's the main thing. Like, if you you uh, you take that step back and be like, okay, how can I benefit my life, yeah. my uh, family, my potential family? How can I set them up? Because the society, society is going to put that pressure on you to say, oh, you want to look good, feel good, smell good, dress good, so you can keep up with everybody else. Mm. When in reality, it's just bondage. Mm. It's a weight, man, because people get to go home and they're looking at the, their bills and they're like, okay, I'm literally living paycheck to paycheck. If something happened, mm-hmm. this is when the, the old crap uh, light need to come on. If something happened, I can't take care of it. Mm-hmm. Now mm-hmm. what do I do? Now what I do you do? I borrow more money. I <sighs> borrow more money. Go get more in debt. And you're just robbing your future. Yeah. And that's not fair. That's not fair to your family. Ooh. You know, and uh, that's just it's selfish. And uh, it's it's just not good, man. It's not wise. And uh, that's something that, that I had to learn. Brittany had to learn through the process. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it stung. Yeah. Sometimes pain is the best teacher. Yes. And, uh, boy, I tell you, it hurt. When I look at those credit card bills... Hey, yo, we looked at one of the credit card bills, and we was paying minimum at the time. And uh, it was like 300 and something bucks. Uh, $280 was going to interest. Wait, 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 wait. How much was the bill? It was the bill, you know, minimum payment was like 350 or something like that. And 280 and of it was going towards interest. 280 of it was going to interest. That made my stomach hurt. That made me sick. But, you know, so I'm I giving mean- these people... Hey, man, but you know what? But, but you know the people watching this right now, you know, Tony, they'll be like, yeah. hey, man, that's cool, though. I'm still getting airline miles, though. You know what I'm saying? I'm good. Right. I'm getting free right. reward points. You know what I'm saying? You ain't yeah. getting nothing free. You gave them $280. Right. right. You get nothing free. Nothing. Yes. nothing free, man. I'm screaming mm-hmm. on so, my show. Yeah. I'm sorry, y'all. Right. This is ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, it is. Yeah. I mean, just... <sighs> so, you know what? Here's the yeah. thing. Here's the thing, man. And you said something, Tony, that 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 struck a chord with me. I don't have kids, right? But you said, mm-hmm. I'm sitting here giving this money away and it's wrong to my family. 
you two have, you know, two beautiful daughters. What are you all doing right now to train your daughters up around the area of money and finances? Uh, because we, we clearly know that schools are not teaching it. Um, mm -hmm. And a lot of families are not teaching it. I didn't say all are not. I said a lot. Mm -hmm. And so the financial literacy, the financial education is not really being taught to our young people. It bothers me that our schools are teaching our kids how to read, write, process information, and add so we can go get a job, but they're not teaching us what to do with the resources that we get from the job that you're teaching us to get. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. as, a, as a husband and wife, as a couple, um, as two people who God has trusted you all to steward these two beautiful daughters mm -hmm. who will leave your nest one day, what are you all doing? What are you all practicing right now to get them ready uh, mm -hmm. for when they start in encountering this lifestyle of an adult and living with money and having to deal with money on a daily basis? Mm -hmm. uh, what are some things you're all putting in place? Well, I truly believe that modeling is a big teacher for children. So yeah. we definitely are going to lead by example. Yeah. You know, um, we didn't grow up in a household where we were taught about money mm -hmm. and financial literacy was definitely not something that was, you know, words were not thrown around. So a lot of these terms that, you know, we heard um, as we were educating ourselves, um, we didn't know when we were kids, you know. Mm -hmm. And so we practiced saying certain terms in the house. And Tony's really, really good about just going uh, through. Uh, we have like these little flashcards for Harley. She's seven. Okay. Okay. And so it teaches her what a bank account is, what's a withdrawal, what mm. is a, yes, what's a deposit. And so she's seven. So she gets it on a, we try to teach her on a seven-year-old developmental level. Yeah. Um, but just small things there, you know, and how to save. And, okay, Harley, you know, you'll put this money in your piggy bank or you have $20 to spend at Target because that's your budget. Mm. So saying terms like this is your budget. Mm. Um, we are debt free. She asked us one day, Mommy, are we debt free? Right. And I'm like, yes, we're debt free. And like, yes, we're debt free. Mm. And so she actually... Um, submitted our last payment on the student loan. We were with her. We sat down with her. So wow. just involving her mm -hmm. and just educating her along the way with little bitty things and just uh, allowing to plant, um, allowing her to digest um, the little seeds that we plant in yeah. her. Yeah. I feel like that is the most powerful. And of course, as she continues to grow mm -hmm. and developmental wise, we'll continue to give her a little bit more and more and more. Yeah. But um, I feel like, the biggest tool that you can give your children is leading by example and model model behavior is yeah. super important. So that means that we had to get our stuff together. Yeah. We Good had God. to. We didn't have a choice. That's true. We couldn't. We knew that we didn't want to parent the the way that, you know, the whole term do as I say, not, not as, as I, I do. do. So mm -hmm. how are you going to tell me to live the successful lifestyle, be have that white house, white uh, big house, white picket fence, and do all these things, but you're not teaching me how to get there properly. Mm. So I get out of school, I have a degree, but I'm in debt. Mm. But you expect for me to live successful? Mm. How? You didn't show me how mm. to do this financially. Mm. So... Mm. 
And I, I'll add. Yeah. I'll add one thing to it, Ayo, is uh, teaching them gratitude. Come on, man. Uh-oh. Being grateful for what you have. So I try to talk to Harley. Willow is one, so she, right. she got time. <laughs> but I'm talking to Harley about, like, hey, these things that you are uh, afforded to have, you need to like really be grateful for. It. That's so mm-hmm. good. And then I try to I try to relate and give her an example. You know, mm-hmm. we went we went down the skid row a couple of times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just drive down there. Wow. We see poor people on the side. Yeah. Uh, we see boxes. Yeah. And I say, you see that? That's what happens when you don't listen. Mm. Uh, things like that. You know. So uh, just that gratitude of be appreciative of what you have. Yeah. Some people don't get to eat every day. Yeah. And so just trying to tie that into uh, the finance piece, I think once she gets older, she'll really appreciate that. I see what my mom and daddy was trying to teach us. Mm-hmm. Uh, be grateful for what you have. Mm. So uh, I think that's very, very important, especially as a kid. We don't really understand that now. We just know mom and daddy, we think mom and daddy got unlimited money. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, I'm with you that, man. I yeah. was... Uh, yeah. Um, I was on a news show the other day, and um, I said, "Isn't it funny that when I w- when we were growing up, I thought I literally did think money just grew on trees, like it just came out of right. nowhere." You know, yeah. if my mom and dad said, "No, no, we can't do that. I can't afford that," I'm like, "What? Wait, let's just go out there and get it." I mean, you just go out there and you come right. home, and can we just go out there and get some more and come on back? And right. Um, right. it's so funny how kids um, really don't understand. And it's very important at seven years old to actually start mm-hmm. teaching young people. It bothers me. I don't have kids, so I can't speak to this. But it bothers me when I see on Instagram, kids know how to twerk. They know how to dance. Mm-hmm. They know all the latest mm-hmm. and the greatest hip-hop songs. Mm-hmm. But they don't know, you know, the basis of Jesus Christ. They don't know the basics mm-hmm. of, of what, it, what does a mm-hmm. bank account mean. But they can mm-hmm. sit here and so- sing all these latest and greatest songs. And they know the Beyonce songs. They know the mm-hmm. Nicki Minaj songs. They know how to throw that mm-hmm. leg up in the air. And I'm like, and you, you seven, you five. But, but, right. but we, and that's fun. And I get it. Like, I'm not a parent. And I get that's fun. But mm-hmm. make sure if we're going to have fun, make sure that we're giving them life skills in the process of that. If they can retain well, the fun, yes. then they can retain also the education as well. That's right. And That's so right. I love how you all are breaking it down on her level. Um, I'm blessed mm-hmm. and fortunate to have uh, three nephews and one niece, uh, my brother and sister. <laughs> yeah. And, and we've already opened them up at 529. And a few years ago, my my little niece, my little nephew, Theo, went went viral because he, you know, did exactly what y'all are teaching with his dad. Um, his dad took, you know, our teachings that, that we teach here at Ramsey and they had a bank account. And my little nephew said, hey, daddy, I want to go to the store and buy this toy. He was, OK, cool. Go get your money and we'll go to the store. Well, his dad knew he didn't have enough money, but he was like he wanted to teach him, you know, how to save um, how to live below your means and hey, hey, go through the process. So he literally goes to the store, picks out the toy, goes up to the cash register. He has like three bucks in his in his bank account. Um, and the toy was $15. And he said, you don't have enough. And he said, I wanted to kind of embarrass my son a little bit uh, so he can understand you got to save and you got to budget and you got to know the price. You just can't go spend money. Money doesn't happen that way. I mean, that thing got like two, three million views. And it, my my my, my um, brother-in-law got attacked like, oh, how can you hurt his feelings like that? But it's, <laughs> it's, it was that season that now my, bro- my, my little nephew knows if he come ask me for money. 
Uncle Anthony, can I work for some money? Uncle Anthony, can can I do because he understands the exchange yeah. and and the, the basics of money. But then he still has a good time. He's, you know, he's still a young man. And so, um, you know, I, I I appreciate you all doing uh, this. Man, I wish we had more time uh, to talk to you all. But but I got I got to ask you all this question. I, I got to ask you this question. All right. Tell me more about this fitness journey y'all are doing. Um, how has that strengthened <laughs> y'all's marriage? Because your book is about, you know, how y'all's fitness journey has strengthened that marriage. Help me out because I'm mm-hmm. in the gym and I... I'm looking for a woman who like to work out too. So I mean, can, will yeah. it strengthen me as well and, and her? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. But I how, think, uh, how has so, it helped y'all, man? Yeah, it's, it's, it helped us tremendously. And when we wrote this book, we were in a, a season of bodybuilding. Okay, right. And we did that together. We competed together. Y'all did. And, uh, she, yeah, yes. she's my training partner oh. and everything. So when we first got married, uh, 2013, uh, we. Was pregnant with Harley. Okay. Had Harley in 2014. And the goal was, you know, to help Brittany get the baby weight out. And yeah. so we started working out together doing CrossFit. So, uh, and then we transitioned to like powerlifting. And then we transitioned to Tony, bodybuilding. I, Tony, I ain't going to let you slip over that. Mm-hmm. Were, were you saying that your <laughs> wife kind of got a little extra in weight and you were trying to encourage her to come back down to her weight? Is that why you said get the baby weight off? I I heard you well, say that. It was it was it, it was, was her. It was me. So it was I, her. I, you I, said I said support. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Let me clear that up. I need a wife like that. You know, like look at here. Yeah. Look at here. Look at here. <laughs> look at here. Look at here. Yeah. Yes. Let me yeah. clear that up. And he so so in the book I do talk about how <laughs> You know. <laughs> yeah, like, let right. me not put Tony, throw Tony on the Yeah, floor. yeah, don't yeah. do me like that. <laughs> you know? yeah, he, yeah, Tony was super supportive because in the book, I, I do talk about how, you know, I've always wanted to be like a fit mom. I saw mm-hmm. fit moms, and I'm like, wow, I, I want to be a fit mom, yeah. you know? And so it was super important for me to be um, fit or to just, you know, get my body back to where I felt comfortable because Tony and I had just got married too. Mm. Let's just put that out there. Mm. And so, you know, he had never, he hadn't seen me in all of my glory Come like that. Oh. You know, because right when, <laughs> you know, right when we got, yeah, right when we got married, Quick. we got pregnant. So I became pregnant Right when we got married, and we didn't date, you know, before then, yeah. so we uh, we just got married. Y'all so, just got married. Just yeah, married. so we just got married, and so I opposed to yeah, and so whenever <sighs> I, you know, when we after I had the baby, I'm like, you know, no, I'm gonna work hard, I'm gonna hustle, I'm gonna get yeah. this baby weight off, I want to look sexy for my man and for, <laughs> and for myself, and for of course for myself, and so but Tony was super supportive. He went out and bought all this workout gear. He so did, and. Yes, he did. He did. And so I didn't really work out prior to getting married. I didn't really like go, I wasn't really in the gym like that. And so she's just fine. Yeah, you know. And so once um, we started working out and doing CrossFit, I was like, man, this is really fun, you know? And originally, we started working out as a team mm. uh, with other, with other people with CrossFit, but then once we uh, left, we were we were um, stationed in Japan. So once okay. we left Japan and came to California, it was just him and I. Yeah. And we started bodybuilding, and Tony was training me in the gym like I was a football player. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. And I got really mad. You did because. 
Well, because I I gave him a little bit of, you know, pushback because I was like, Tony, I'm a woman. You can't train me. Like, I'm one of your teammates on the football team, you know, because, and that's the kind of, you know, feedback he was giving me. And so we kind of had to learn how to work out together. Mm. It helped us with our communication, Anthony. It helped us with our patience with one another. It helped us to listen to one another. Mm -hmm. It helped us to really, like, understand that, you know what, how you receive Mm -hmm. love, Mm. that's not how I receive love. Mm. How you receive feedback that's not how I receive feedback. Mm. What pumps you up don't pump me up. So we had to really figure out. And so, you know, we had to figure out that whole thing. And through the gym and through working out, it really gave us an opportunity to understand each other outside of the four walls of our home. Wow. Yeah. You know, and so it was incredible. I mean, we we saw each other grow. Wow. We saw each other um, grow physically, Mm -hmm. mentally, emotionally. Mm -hmm. And so... We were each other's bigger, biggest supporters. So when we got on that stage to compete, we knew we was with each other shooting in the gym. Yeah. Wow. So we knew how much that um, meant to both of us yeah. that, at that moment. That's so, yeah. You know, so y'all talk about, you know, fitness <clears throat> when it comes to marriage. What about fitness and finances? Are there any parallels mm-hmm. between those two? Oh, yeah. I, I'd say big time. Just uh, so... You got it in the financial journey and mm-hmm. the debt, uh, excuse me, debt free journey, uh, fitness journey. You got to get sick of yourself. Ooh. You just got to be like, man, oh man, I am sick of your mess. I'm Ooh. sick of you spending all this money. Mm. I'm sick of you looking sloppy or not feeling how you want to feel. And then you make that decision. Yeah. And I, I want to get in shape or yeah. I want to get in debt or I want to build wealth. All of that takes a decision and then plan. Yeah. What's your plan? Yeah. And then execute like a mad person. Come on, man. You know? Come on. And so just, you know, having those three things and then a lot of prayer, <sighs> most importantly, you know? Listen. So. Listen here, Tony. Those are the parallels. You got a real one. I just want you to know. Your, your wife came to you and said, hey, I, I don't like my weight. I want to get back right for you. For, for you. No, man. Lord Jesus. Ain't that awesome? Listen here, Brittany. <laughs> Listen here, listen here. Minor Say that again. You 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 mumbled that one. Yeah. <laughs> Say that again, Say man. For the people in the back. Men are visual. Men are visual. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. I ain't got no shame in my game. I'm visual. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yo, man, real talk, man. Thank you all so much for... Uh, coming on to the show, sharing your story, sharing you all's message with us. Um, not only did, did you all inspire us to get out of debt, it's just good to see a young couple love each other um, and, and love each other. With, with, and, and also knowing that um, y'all have your days that y'all upset with each other. But because mm-hmm. of you all's love for each other, you all can get through that. Still keep mm-hmm. each other healthy. Still go after the same goals. Still raise your kids. Um, and still have the, the, the uncomfortable conversations. And so mm-hmm. I just want to say thank you all. You all have encouraged me as a single person. Like, yeah, man, that's the kind of love that I want. You know, that's the kind of uh, uh, marriage that, that I desire for. And so I thank you for sharing you all's journey with us. Um, I'm praying for you all to keep going. Uh, the next time you guys come back on my show, I want to talk about y'all's net worth of over a million dollars. You know what I'm saying? And how y'all got That's there. Right. 
And so um, that's what I want to do. And then after that, I want to talk about how y'all sent your kids to college without no debt, you know? And so mm-hmm. those are the conversations that I'm looking forward to having more of. Not just mm-hmm. how do we get out of debt, but no, how do we build our net worth? How do we make a, a million, two million? How do we start a business? Um, how do we send our kids to college? You know, one of the things that I'm doing and I believe that y'all would do it too, is whenever my kids, whenever I get married and have kids, right, not only would I send them to school 100% debt-free, um, but I'm also going to be paying for their first house. That's one of my my visions, one of my goals. Um, but I got to build my net worth. I got to keep going. I got to keep going. Um, and I can do that because I have no debt and I can just focus on building uh, my wealth. And so you all have been inspirational today. And so I want to thank you all for joining <laughs> us on the show, y'all. Thank you all so much for coming. And uh, we'll definitely be having you all back on again soon. We appreciate it. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you very much. Yo, so we come to the end of the show, and y'all know I like to end every single show with a financial tip of the week. And before I get to this tip of the week, I definitely want to again thank you all for rocking with us. And thank Tony and Brittany for coming on and sharing their story and sharing how they are starting to build wealth. Man, that's such an amazing story. And listen, that can be you, and it will be you. So make sure you hit the subscribe button, rock with your boy, But here's today's financial tip of the week, and it's called how to upgrade your emergency fund, a.k.a. how do you go from $1,000 to a three to six months emergency fund? Now, this is one question I'm asked all the time. Well, Anthony, why do I start off with $1,000 and then go into baby step number two, which is pay off all your debt using the debt snowball? Well, how come I don't start off with a fully funded emergency fund? Well, let me help you understand. All right. So if you're just now rocking with me and you and you like, well, what do you mean by starter fund, fully funded, baby step number two? What is that coming from? Well, let me just give you a quick update. All right. Ramsey Solutions is owned by my mentor, Dave Ramsey, and he has seven baby steps that we walk through to build our journey. Baby step number one is you have a starter emergency fund of $1,000. Baby step number two is you get out of debt, excluding your mortgage, using a debt snowball. Then baby step number three is you're going ahead and get a fully funded emergency fund, which is three to six months of expenses. So that's baby step one, two, and three, and we do those in those order. So people always ask me, well, Anthony, what's the difference? Well, let me tell you what the difference is. Baby step number one is not designed to be this comfortable situation. It is designed so that way if something was to happen, you get a flat tire, uh, your car um, needs a new starter, you drop your cell phone, you need to jump over to the next state uh, to go see a family member that got sick. It is designed to take care of your bare necessity emergencies while you're in baby step number two. I want you to be a little uncomfortable in baby step number two because I want you to get out of baby step number two aggressively, okay? So if you had $50,000 sitting in your savings account, you're not really getting out of that that quick. You're like, I'm good. I'm straight. I'm gravy. Nah, nah, family. I need you stressed a little bit. I need you hungry a little bit. I need you tired. I need you focused. So baby step number one is $1,000, all right? So once you get out of debt, Then we're going to upgrade, okay? We're going to upgrade your boy. We're going to upgrade your girl. And here is where we teach three to six months of your expenses, bare things of what it takes to survive. Now, that's what Dave teaches. Here's AO's version. I actually do three to six months of my full lifestyle, of all my expenses. So I'm a golfer. So I have that inside of my 
three to six months of expenses. Um, I love getting my hair cut every single week. As you can tell, that boy fresh today. You understand what I'm saying? So that's inside of my expenses. Um, I love going and traveling every now and then. So I put that inside of my expenses. I do actually, what does it take for me to enjoy my life for three to six months? Now for me, I actually pushed myself to the full six months. So this way, let's say for an example, something did happen. Well, I can go and take out haircuts every week. I can go in there and take out my golf membership every single week. I can definitely stop traveling. So I can honestly take turn that six months into about maybe eight months, you know? And so you choose. You choose what is best for you. But the bare minimum is if you want to upgrade your emergency funds, not if, when you go to upgrade, the $1,000 is only when you're in baby set number two and you're eliminating all of your debt except for your mortgage. Once you eliminate your debt, then we're going to go over here and do a fully funded emergency fund where you're going to put three to six months of your expenses. That's all you need in your savings account. Anything past six months, you need to go ahead and put start investing that. Invest into a 401k, invest into a Roth IRA, put that into some real estate, you name it, all right? And I have a video that you can go check out on how to invest, how to grow your money. But that's how you upgrade your savings account. Listen, we learned today that nearly 3.5 million people, okay, have a negative net worth because of debt. We also learned today that another 4.2, 4.3 million people have a net worth less than $10,000. Why? It's because we're not stewarding our money correctly. We're not prepared for emergencies. And when you're not prepared for emergencies, what happens? You go back into debt. And when you get into debt and, you, and, and you're just living there, you get deeper and deeper and deeper into that. If you're a part of the AO squad, that's not happening no more. That's not what we do here. That's not what we're going to do. And I'm not going to let that happen to you. You're going to be like Tony and Brittany. You're going to pay off your debt. You're going to start educating your kids, your young kings and your young queens, how to grow up and to be wealthy, how to grow up and start businesses, how to be a good steward of their finances because of what we're learning here together. So, yo, it's been an amazing show. Thank you so much for rocking with your boy. If you liked it, again, hit that subscribe button. Rock out with your boy every Monday. Share the video and make sure you text me because I got something special coming. I got something special coming that only my text community will have access to it. All right. So text me. All the information will be in the show description. And I'm see y'all next week right here at the table with your boy, Anthony O'Neill. Love y'all. Peace.